This is the Abraham's Wallet podcast. Abraham's Wallet spans the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. Hey guys, good morning. I hope you had a fantastic Easter and Passover and that uh, whatever you were doing in your family this weekend was a meaningful time for you. We certainly had a good one in Utah. Thankfully, we're quarantining with other family that are kind of the only folks we see. So we get to have a bigger crew than I know some folks are having right now. And it was great. So I hope you also enjoyed the the last weekend. For this week, we're going to do a blog pod, and I wanted to introduce this one by saying I had a few people reach out to me and kind of question the wisdom of us using the Tiger King as a, uh, as a teaching tool. And for me, number one, I also have been a little bit sick of all the Tiger King stuff that has been getting churned out by everyone, including the church recently. But I was on a bike ride and I was listening to a podcast and it was one of the guys that's, I guess, one of the main characters from the show. And he said something that really struck me. And so I I just felt like there was a lesson in here that was worth telling. I will say that because we use the words Tiger King in the title, this has been one of the more popular articles we've ever posted on the blog. So a lot of people are interested in the Tiger King for better or for worse. We're, I'll just reiterate, we're not recommending that you go watch The Tiger King, and it's full of quite a bit of, of everything from questionable moral behavior to downright objectionable junk, so um, I think you can benefit from the wisdom that we tried to pull out here without ever going and watching this show, so I hope that's true. In any case, let's dive in to the blog pod this week. Have you heard of the Tiger King? Of course you have. You're probably like me and have that steady IV drip of Hollywood coming straight into your family room. To be real clear, we don't think you should watch this garbage. It's just that I'm sure you're well aware of its prevalence right now in the zeitgeist. In need of some triviality recently, I listened to a podcast. Like I just said, I was actually on a bike ride and one of these Tiger King fellows was on it. You'll never believe this, but I actually heard something kind of pithy come out of this guy's mouth about the human capacity for managing problems. It got me thinking, and I've concluded that there's at least one big lesson that can be learned from the outrageous dum-dums over at the Tiger King. Here's what he said. If your maximum capability is keeping 50 tigers healthy and happy, don't get the 51st tiger because it will be your downfall. Now let me explain this. We all have some combination of talents, finances, children, networks of relationships, etc. And we all have them to varying degrees. So I have certain amounts of each of those. You have different amounts. Uh, Everyone's unique here. And we all know that as we get more of anything, we will experience elevated levels of expectations from an exacting master. 
I would reference you back to Matthew 25, which is the parable of the talents. The master comes back and he says, you know, I'm a harsh man. So there's some expectations from the one who is entrusting us with resources. We also know from Luke 12, 48, uh, this says, to whom much is given of him, much will be required. And from him to whom is entrusted much will be demanded more. So as our resources increase, so do the expectations. Lastly, Luke 16.10 would teach us that faithfulness in what we've been entrusted with will lead to our being entrusted with more. That verse says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. But did you know, and hold on to your hats, America, that it is possible to go out and grab more than we can handle, and that doing so doesn't just put that overextension at risk, it actually jeopardizes the whole lot of resources that you've been handed to steward. So the extra tiger in our allegory here is not the only one that suffers. It's the whole pack. So from what I understand about the Tiger King, going back to our story, this poor sap had some kind of strange ability to take care of giant dangerous animals. And whatever your take is on the wisdom of this pursuit, mine would be that it's stupid, this Tiger King presumably did a passable job of it, as long as his Oklahoma-based private zoo was small and manageable. But there came a time when he added one big cat too many. Coincidentally, this is the name of my next punk album. And it wasn't that particular tiger that suffered the consequences. It was all of his tigers. Things started to spiral out of control. Oh, that we could learn this lesson from Mr. Tiger Lover Freak Show Guy. The internet informs me that he's still alive, hanging out behind bars for a couple of decades. But if he were going to give interviews, and something tells me we'll know the day he's released because he'll be taking every interview that's offered to him... He would probably implore us, Oh, you crazy Jesus followers, you should be honest with yourselves when it comes to your current capacity, and you should definitely be willing to say no to taking on more than you can master. Now, there are many ways that this could play out. Let's say you run a cupcake shop, and your P&L statements, when you do get around to looking at them, are in shambles. You're behind on invoicing, you owe money to vendors, your employees are frustrated at your lack of dependability. You, my friend, are not ready to franchise. Doing so could tank the whole enterprise. Let's say that you have trouble managing your 2,000 square foot home as a place of order and cleanliness. One of the worst things you could do would be to go out and upgrade to a 4,000 square foot home. Whether your weeds tend to bloom into a small forest or your living room resembles an explosion at a toy factory every night, disorder in your physical environment is a pretty helpful clue that you should press pause on accepting additional stewardship. Does that mean you're a small house guy forever? No, of course it doesn't. It means that you've got some learning to do before you move up. If you're having trouble making payments on your rental house, which you're trying to rehab in your free time, so you don't compound that problem by leveraging your credit to buy two more rental homes. I hear this all the time. This way I could use a full-time construction crew for all the houses and it'd be such great savings. No. Go get your small-time affairs in order before trying to go big-time. Here's one that might touch a nerve. If you're drowning trying to take care of three children and your wife 
and everyone seems strung out or disobedient all the time, you don't have to instantly dive into child number four. So while some segments of the Christian world may hold up your growing family as an example of sacrifice and goodness, they may even say, look how strung out and tired those parents are. They must be wonderful people. We say that you might just have some pieces to fit into place before you're ready to get back to the family expansion phase of your Abrahamic empire. Again, we're not saying you're done with children. We're saying take a moment and sort some things out. If you look at guys who you've been investing in as disciples and they're consistently struggling to reproduce disciples of their own or nurture thriving marriages or hold to sound doctrine, maybe you should ask yourself whether you've taken on one too many tigers. Perhaps you could go back and help those fellas before rushing up to the next young trophy bucks that you might want to disciple. Remember, the one that exceeds your current capacity doesn't suffer alone. They're going to bring down the whole den. Okay, and you already know this truth on a micro level as a parent. If your kids are having trouble cleaning the goldfish bowl and feeding the fish, you would only buy a dog, dad, if you are the one willing to be the walker and the poop scooper. Expecting that your progeny would rise up to meet the additional responsibility would be silly because they've already proven their lack of readiness. So, like I said, I may have touched a nerve on one of those. Uh, We do, after all, live in a culture that always says more, bigger, better, etc. The idea that we'd want to pause expansion of any of our capitals is so foreign to this culture that even though for those of us operating within the kingdom, it can be very easy to miss the cues that we're overextending. So if you're jiving with me so far, here's a quick checklist for you to consider as you ask whether you've adopted too many figurative tigers in your life. Before saying yes to any additional responsibilities, survey the output of your current places of leadership. If you're just hanging on, it may be time to build up some strength and not the time to expand. Number two, under no circumstances should you ever expect that more will lead to solving problems of contentment, management, or motivation. I'm going to give you some examples here. Example number one, If I had a nicer car, I'd spend the time to keep it clean, but this junker isn't worth the effort. Okay, self-deception. Example number two. Yeah, you're right. I've been disengaged as a spiritual leader lately at my home, but I think I'm going to say yes to that invitation to help lead a men's group, and that would help me stay motivated. Uh, This is a home life double whammy. It happens all the time, and it's no good. Example number three, marriage has been hard lately because we don't have, and this is where you fill in the blank with anything, (laughs) Uh, you cannot rebuild relational capital by acquiring more things, more space, more children, etc. So no on all of those. Okay, next item on the checklist, when you can survey your existing responsibilities and see that order, health, and growth are hallmarks of your stewardship domains, you may be ready to say yes to some additions. And while we're at it, I thought I'd also produce a checklist for those of you asking, have I adopted too many literal tigers into my life? So here's that one. Number one, have you adopted any tigers? If yes, then you've adopted too many tigers. Okay, let's move on. So I guess there are at least two, uh, two lessons from 
Mr. Tiger King, the Marquis of Mousers. Um, don't adopt any tigers. Okay, wherever you find yourself today, I want you to remember that you're a guy who is on the track to ever-increasing faithfulness and stewardship. That means that sometimes you say no to the opportunity to add more so that you can position yourself for continued faithfulness in the long run. Saying no to more is not a terminal final cap on the expansion of your stewardship role, okay? It's a shrewd step in positioning yourself for maximization. I cannot promise to you what you'll be stewarding, but I can promise that if you live in the same American culture that I live in, you're going to be repeatedly offered opportunities to overextend yourself. If you're a great teacher, you'll have endless opportunities to do so. If you're good at managing debt, credit card offers and loan offers will come and find you. And always ask the Lord for his thoughts on every opportunity that comes your way, knowing that a no could actually be an answer from a father who is lovingly training you to handle his resources. So take advantage of this current moment, okay? Everything is shut down. This is a fantastic opportunity to survey your domain. What could that look like? Maybe it means that you drill down into some marriage problems. In the blog, I linked to our friends over at the Viceroy Project. If you guys listened to last week, we had Mark Douglas here on the podcast. And they've been turning out some awesome, actionable steps for you on the marriage front every single day. So check that out. Perhaps it's a chance to fix the lack of discipline in your children. Also on the blog post, I linked over to a... a, about an hour and a half long podcast that Stephen did a few months back on discipline in children. And that would be an, this would be an awesome time to take on a few little tasks there to improve that area of your life. Maybe there are house projects that you could give some effort toward. Who are we kidding? There's definitely house projects that need your attention. So maybe you're hoping for expanded financial resources, but you've never actually put in the effort to create a solid financial plan. And you should use this time to do that work. Great. Anything in your life that you can do to bring order and good stewardship to the capitals under your care will pave the way for you to be entrusted with more. So get after it and just remember, no tigers. All right, until next week. I'm Mark, and this is the Abraham's Wallet Podcast.